This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Algorand. It's Thursday, August 18th, 2022, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine, here again with Adrian Blust for your Daily News Roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, traditional markets, and what happens when music meets DeFi. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin and Ether are clawing their way back into the green this morning after having dropped for a fourth straight day. On Wednesday, markets wrestled with the U.S. Federal Reserve's minutes from last month's meeting of its Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC wherein central bankers' typically obtuse language indicated that the Fed would continue raising rates but seemed open to downward adjustments in the near future. In other words, the U.S. central bank wants markets to not be so happy and would like them to do so without the need for the Jerome Powell-led institution to make more drastic moves, which would likely raise concerns about driving the economy deeper into recession. It's worth noting that these meeting minutes are the prettied-up version of notes from a conversation that took place at the central bank towards the end of July. And since that conversation, risk markets across asset classes have rallied significantly. That rally has been largely on expectations that two events have already occurred. One, that inflation has peaked. And as a result of that, two, that monetary policy helpful to higher asset prices will return sooner than the Fed is predicting. Now, as we often discuss on this show, the fact that markets saw significant gains even as the Fed's formal guidance says the opposite is a problem for the Federal Reserve, which means it's a problem for markets. If the Fed keeps to its course and markets behave as if it's business as usual, then the U.S. Central Bank essentially confirms that nobody believes what it says anymore, which is a big deal because that's mostly how they enact monetary policy. On the other hand, if they do something to truly scare markets, that could have significant political repercussions as the U.S. gears up for a period of intense focus on midterm elections starting in September. Either way, it's a wild time to be in markets where belief and really faith in what the U.S. Central Bank does next trumps nearly all other considerations. But back to the markets today. Crypto's already bleeding red initially responded to the note with a big shrug, but Bitcoin quickly dropped below a key price support level. The leading cryptocurrency fell more than 2% yesterday, dropping below a bullish trend line drawn from the July 15th and July 26th lows. The breakdown of that line sparked concerns of a deeper sell-off from traders on social media. The Fed minutes, meanwhile, released late Wednesday showed policymakers discuss the need to continue raising interest rates to keep borrowing costs at levels that restrict U.S. economic growth for long enough to tame inflation. Currently, Bitcoin trades something like the ultimate risk asset, so the cryptocurrency is sensitive to changes in Fed policy and has halved since the central bank kicked off its tightening cycle earlier this year in March. So even though these notes from last month are quite literally old news, the push for continued rate hikes and restrictive policy have come into conflict with recent market pricing, which has indicated expectations of interest rate cuts in 2023 and lifted Bitcoin to two-month highs above $25,000. The surprise may also inject volatility into markets. Some analysts noted that the one-month put call skew, which measures the cost of puts or bearish bets relative to calls or bullish bets expiring in four weeks, is rising again, indicating renewed demand for bearish bets a sign that investors are seeking more downside protection. Quote, It seems reasonable that increasing and elevated rates are headwinds for Bitcoin, said Lewis Harland, a researcher at Decentral Park Capital, continuing, The Fed appears to be consistent in their inflation north star, and the cost seems like an economic contraction. End quote. And market pricing, at least for Fed fund futures, seems to support that. Traders in the niche asset class no longer see the central bank switching to rate cuts next year, according to Mod Capital Management's Michael Kramer. Traders currently expect rates to peak around 3.7% by March and remain there until late 2023. And while the tightening may end next year as traders predict, the timing of renewed liquidity easing is more unclear. 
That could cap the upside in risk assets. At least the Fed hopes so. Quote, the liquidity contraction is still underway. The Fed's remarks in the minutes of its July meeting indicated that the liquidity contraction may end in 2023, but the timing of the re-addition of liquidity is unknown. A volatility trader from crypto asset management firm Blowfin said, continuing, the Fed rate hike in September and the uncertainty around the Ether merge, stemming from the possibility of a chain split, will further suppress investors' bullish expectations, end quote. Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk Markets Analysts, Lila Ledesma, James Rubin, Shuri Mala, and Amkar Gobele. Bitcoin is currently trading at $23,451. That's exactly flat from 24 hours ago, while Ether is trading at $1,857. That's up a little bit more than one percentage point in the same time period, according to the Coindesk Price Index. And before we shift to today's traditional markets roundup, let's take a quick look at some top headlines. First up, stablecoin issuer Tether has tapped BDO Italia to take over its regular attestation reports and said it plans to publish them every month rather than once a quarter. Stablecoin issuers published attestations and other reports to assure the broader crypto community that their coins are backed by real assets. Tether began publishing these reports after settling an inquiry with the New York Attorney General's office when the law enforcement entity claimed that, for a time, the Tether token was not fully backed. Tether said that the firm will publish attestations and assurance reports that roughly detail the assets that make up the some $67 billion worth of USDT stablecoin reserves. Quote, the decision to work with the BDO organization represents Tether's promise to deliver considerable transparency for those holding Tether tokens, providing updates about issued tokens and reserves on a daily basis, supplemented by monthly assurance options, the company said in a press release. The move is the so-called next step towards issuing an audit, something Tether executives have promised for many months, according to the release. Coindesk's Nick Day reports on a story that makes up a good part of what I call crypto's road to boring. Simply put, that competition in areas like stablecoin and DeFi will force transparency and better best practices to retain market share. Tether is the first big example of that, as it faces increasing pressure on its dominance in the stablecoin asset class from the well-armed USDC stablecoin project to prove it's truly safe. It's an important story, and it's one we'll be watching. Meanwhile, a new academic study found that insider trading was a bigger issue than previously thought at cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase, suggesting market regulators seeking to police trading may have more work ahead of them. Researchers from the University of Technology, Sydney, estimated that insider trading or front-running occurred in 10% to 25% of new crypto listings on Coinbase between September 2018 and May of 2022. Those early trades generated at least $1.5 million in profits for whoever was behind the transactions, according to the study. The reason why this matters is that a giant like Coinbase listing a token can give cachet and dramatically boost liquidity for a token, causing its price to rise. And as a result of that, access to that information means that somebody could, potentially illegally, profit from that by purchasing a cryptocurrency before its listing is made public. And indeed, there have already been allegations of insider trading at Coinbase. In July, the U.S. Department of Justice charged a former Coinbase product manager, his brother, and their friend with wire fraud and insider trading. The trio are accused of making about $1.5 million themselves illicitly. The new study, which has not yet been peer-reviewed, suggests the problem was broader than what emerged in that case, though, because researchers said they found instances of insider trading that go beyond the scope of the July allegations. Coindesk Samitash Singh has more on this, and it's worth noting that to the extent that this is a problem at Coinbase, it's probably a problem at other cryptocurrency exchanges as well. So just keep that in mind. And lastly, bankrupt cryptocurrency lender Celsius Network, which disclosed Monday that it's running low on cash, said it's gotten several proposals to inject money into the company and want approval from a U.S. judge to sell the Bitcoin that the company mines. Coindesk's Christian Sandor has the details. 
In traditional markets, U.S. stock futures nudged up as jobless claims declined and investors digested the meeting minutes from the Federal Reserve. Futures tied to the S&P 500 and Dow Jones Industrial Average on Thursday added one-tenth of a percent. Tech-focused Nasdaq 100, meanwhile, gained two-tenths of a point. Overseas, Europe's Stock 600 Index also traded up by 0.1%, while the FTSE 100 lost 0.1%. Germany's DAX bucked the trend, jumping up about half a point. Continuing to the east, in Japan, the Nikkei 225 dropped by 1%, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index declined by 8 tenths of a point, and the Shanghai Composite lost half a point. In commodity markets, Brent crude, the international oil benchmark, rose by 1.6%, with prices sitting at $95.19 this morning. That small gain doesn't make up for losses so far this month, though, currently sitting at 8% down from July. The prospect of weakening demand and additional supplies have dragged on crude prices in recent weeks. Gold prices, meanwhile, edged up just under half a point, still trading just under $1,800 per troy ounce. Today's traditional markets coverage draws from the Wall Street Journal, the FT, and Yahoo Finance. Stay tuned for After the Break, we'll take a look at how DeFi is empowering some artists to break free of the mold. We'll be right back. The path to opportunity is powered by Algorand, the world's greenest, most secure and scalable high-performance blockchain. Upgrade to lightning-fast transaction speeds of less than four and a half seconds with instant transaction finality and no traffic congestion, all with billions of other users who trust the world's most advanced cryptography to protect their data and privacy. Plus, no forks gives you peace of mind, knowing your data is guaranteed to remain on the Algorand blockchain forever. Experience speed without sacrifice and join us in shaping the future. Learn more at algorand.foundation. Today's featured story comes courtesy of Matt Waters, the founder of Unchained Music. The story is titled, How DeFi Can Deliver Value for Artists and Musicians. When the crypto community discusses DeFi or decentralized finance, the term is often pigeonholed to finance. What was once a space for creatives, engineers, and tinkerers has instead become a battleground for venture capital firms and hedge funds who use DeFi to take unprecedented volumes of leverage at the expense of retail investors as we saw with the collapse of Terra and Celsius. Even non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, are starting to be treated as their own separate category within Web3, belonging more to the art and entertainment industries as institutions like Sotheby's and Universal enter than the original ecosystem of smart contracts they emerged from. Blockchain founders need to return to the space's roots of decentralization, while using DeFi as a guiding ethos to introduce smart contracts and new incentive structures into legacy industries. The music industry is notorious for shortchanging artists. In what has become an all-too-familiar story, a musician creates a song that shapes culture, only to have distributors and middlemen profit from their talent, leaving the original creator with a few, if any, royalties. Taylor Swift, indie bands, rappers from the East Coast to the West, it seems as though every artist is destined to fall into the same trap from the same vested interest groups. And while streaming services were intended to democratize the industry, Allowing talent to explode without gatekeepers, artists still see only a few royalties from the value they create, essentially functioning as content creators for tech platforms in exchange for distribution privileges. DeFi, not just blockchain, can introduce new incentive structures that re-emphasize the role of the artist. Rather than fractionalizing NFTs, which would make them securities, DeFi infrastructure can provide artists new tools for receiving royalties including compounding interest accounts and on-chain transparency regarding where their royalties go. 
A number of great Web3 projects, such as ModaDAO, are looking to remove middlemen altogether so artists can publish decentrally. As the trend towards decentralization continues, NFTs will be a core technology pushing DeFi into the entertainment industry, allowing the deposit of stable coins with compounding mechanisms via protocols like Aave. As the ecosystem has evolved since the DeFi summer of 2020 that ushered in the meteoric rise of Chainlink while mainstreaming lockups and liquidity pools, certain protocols have fared better than others and the industry has a rough idea of which blockchains and integrations are adoptable. While it is disconcerting to see how hedge funds have colonized DeFi, especially as industry talking points center on providing financial services to the unbanked, there is a silver lining to all the protocol exploits and liquidated leverage. Only the best tech survives. Artists are often the earliest adopters and promoters of good tech. As a Coindesk column noted during the publication's Sports Week series recently, Dr. Dre drove mass adoption of his Beats by Dre headphones by collaborating with NBA players and other celebrities. Likewise, Dre protege Snoop Dogg and Eminem furthered the role of NFTs in popular culture, with a music video featuring their bored apes from Bored Ape Yacht Club as cartoon characters crisscrossing California. Dr. Dre has also announced plans to build Death Row Records as the first NFT music label in the metaverse. The great thing about technology that has triumphed through Darwinistic trial and error conditions is that it feels seamless. Artists don't necessarily need to speak on the nuances of underlying protocol architecture to know when something works seamlessly. Few musicians can articulate the audio output of a Function 1 or Dragonfire acoustic system, but they do know it's a sound that's superior to the rest. And from the ashes of the current market meltdown comes a beautiful melody. It sounds something like Ave. Hey listeners, on behalf of Markets Daily, you're invited to Coindesk's new event, the Investing in Digital Assets and Enterprises Summit, or IDEAS for short. This event facilitates capital flow and markets growth by connecting the digital economy with traditional finance. Join us on October 18th and 19th for a 360-degree investment experience where you can source, invest, and secure the next big deal in digital assets in one place. Use code MARKETS20, that's all one word, for 20% off a general pass. Register today at coindesk.com ideas.